Alright, welcome in to a special X106 Friday Take podcast here with myself and Nolan Brooks. And we are here to talk about the recent developments of the AAF possibly stealing the idea out of the actual inventor. Um, if you don't know the AAF, the new football league um, that just came in this year, um, spearheaded by Charlie Ebersole and Bo Polian, um, a businessman named Robert Ranch. Um, he says he actually dreamed up the idea of the AF until Ebersol stole it from him after a meeting with Vince McMahon hoping to use the XFL trademark, but that didn't work. Uh, Vanetch filed a lawsuit in Los Angeles Superior Court alleging that Ebersol stiffed him out of a 50% ownership stake in the AAF. He claimed seeing Ebersol made a handshake agreement on February 16th to sp- start the new football league. Vinesh not only came up with the idea of what would become the AF before approaching Ebersol, he also invented all the league proprietary in- innovations, such as hearing replay officials mic'd up and having the players and referees and coaches all mic'd up as well. Um, Nolan Brooks is with me, my co-host on Friday Take. Um, this, you're three weeks into a new football league and this happens. Uh, yeah, this <laughs> is this is monumental. I... I I'm really worried for the AAF if this continues to flesh out because uh, this is how little small leagues like this really crash and burn. Um, I, I don't know. It's it, If more facts come about um, out of Vanesh or however you say Robert's name. Um, it's Vanesh. Vanesh, okay. It, well, if more facts come out of him... Um, and they actually have a legitimate case, uh, the AAF, yeah, I believe could be in very big trouble. Um, there's a lot of money involved in this league, so um, it's really going to come down to who has the better evidence and who's going to, you know, really come out on top in this case. So it's going to be interesting. Now, recently, um, you can hear a more detailed version about it um, with Kramer Samson. Um also uh, a part of the X-16 Sports family. Um, he does an AF podcast every week, which is a really great listen to. Go and check that out. Um, but, yeah, this is – this. I mean, the ratings went up again um, this week on NFL Network. Um, went up, I believe, 2% um, on NFL Network for the Saturday and Sunday games. Um, the, 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 it, you're drawing in 400 to 500,000 viewers – um, and then is this lawsuit going to damage it at all? Is there a chance that this, cause they already have a new owner. Um, the owner of the Carolina hurricanes put 250 million in just so they can get paid. Um, how big a deal is this realistically? Um, I mean, realistically, this is a case that's probably going to take a few years to flesh out and, um, you know, really get the full details of because of the allegations at stake here. Um, I mean, to come out and flat out say that you invented this league um, and that these guys stole it from you is humongous. So um, as of right now, I don't think it's going to have much effect. Um, Now, a year or two down the road, yeah, I could see it having a huge effect um, simply because this league is – 
still trying to make enough money to continue on and be a real thing. You know, you just had a one of the teams in the AAF recently signed a deal with the Packers to kind of be like a G League type deal with them. So if this league wants to expand, I'm sure they're going to have to address the matter probably very soon. Um, but as of right now, I don't think it's going to cause a, a big fuss. I'm, I'm sure people are talking about it, and it's it's going to be a topic of conversation. But uh, if I was the AAF, have your legal team work on this, but continue to promote your league, continue to you know increase the ratings and all that, and they should be fine. Um, a little bit more background on this. Um, the suit claims Ebersol and Vanesh began working together shortly after Ebersol's 30 for 30. This was the XFL aired on ESPN in early 2017. Um, the pair initially planned to revive the XFL as XFL 2.0 in Project Phoenix, as it was shown to potential investors of the new league. Um, Ebersol and Vanesh texted each other daily about new plans for the league with Vanesh texting, quote, love it each morning I try to write down my new ideas that was allow us to innovate, pioneer, and amaze. This canvas is so blank that it deserves a masterpiece, unquote. Um, the men continue to meet the next few months. They agreed that Ebersol, quote, would have final authority on day-to-day decision-making of operations, unquote. And Ebersol had Vanesh draw up a cap table that would dictate how they would dilute their ownership stake for potential future investors. Uh, the suit points towards several communications with Charlie Ebersol or potential investors referred to Finesh and Ebersol as a unit, perhaps as an attempt to show evidence of partnership between the two in absence of anything stronger than a handshake deal. Um, Ebersol then arranged with Vince McMahon. Vince denied Ebersol the rights of the XFL and then later launched the XFL a couple of months later through his own company, Alpha Entertainment. Um, the... It seems like there were cahoots about it. Um, mm-hmm. Multiple text messages in the lawsuit. Um, Ebersol's lawyer is saying Mr. Vanesh's claim is without merit. There was never any agreement or or written between Mr. Vanesh and Mr. Ebersol relating to the alliance. And it's a 92-page court document that was filed in the Superior Court of Los Angeles. Yeah, so. this is I don't know I, <laughs> I it's like I said I think I think they're gonna have to bring more evidence to the table than some text messages, um, I mean, God, God this is just it's so hard to really decide on who owns the league purely off of text, so um, I can see how both sides um really bring weight to this considering that Vanesh was in it from the get go based on how um, he discussed his dealings with Ebersol and um, with Ebersol and Bill Polian. Um, so we'll, I don't know, it's really going to depend on, like I said, who's going to bring more evidence to the table in this, um, what's going to be considered actual uh, evidence to where it shows the grounds that uh, Vinesh is fully invested in this league and Vinesh should have a stake in it. Um, maybe if they work something out to where Vinesh can begin to have a stake and then not eliminate the league uh, completely, maybe that's something they could work out. But, I mean, I like I said, I don't see this being resolved anytime soon p- 
purely because they're basing everything off of text messages. And now there's a new owner that got involved with this, and now he's got to deal with this. He possibly has to put up money on top of the $250 million that he did. Um, mm-hmm. So th- th- this is this is getting a little weird, uh, more weird, I should say, um, that the new owner now has to deal with all this, all this negative publicity um, and all this virtue that was brought onto him by no merit of his own. He tried to save the league, and then this happens. Yeah, I, I, I hope that uh, the other the other people involved in this, um, the, with Ebersol and Polian. I mean, Polian's now gone, but I hope Ebersol and them uh, kind of resort to how they're going to resolve the uh, money situation with the teams because. Like I like I've said, this this league doesn't have a lot of money. When your new owner literally has to put in two hundred and fifty million of his own money out of another franchise to keep this league going, you you're really scraping. So I think I think they're gonna have to work this out because if the AAF is wanting or is going to last like they want it to and uh, help it become that G League for the NFL and not have the XFL take over, then uh, this matter has to be resolved in a timely manner, but basing everything off of text messages, I keep bringing this up, text messages are not going to be enough in this situation. This is basically like a class project going on, and you say you had the idea for it. I have text messages from our group chat that say I came up with it. I mean, that that holds no weight, so I don't know. It's, it's dicey, very dicey. Yeah, um... Tom Dundon, the owner of the Carolina Hurricanes, is the league's new chairman as he invested $250 million, uh, with more money um, than anyone else in there. Um, so, yeah, this is – this. It, it's going to get weird. Um, I'm sure Kramer Samson will do a much deeper dive into this on his AF podcast, which should be out either to, whenever you're listening to this. It should be out. Um, so, yeah, that is – a weird, strange update to a brand new league um, that's trying to get a gain on a foothold on spring football. Um, but yeah, this is it, it. I'm not sure that with uh, attendance has gone completely down since week one. Um, Thirteen thousand fans went to Memphis this week, um, so it wasn't good at all. Um, how do you? I mean, the XFL, the problem was the ratings, and the football wasn't good. Um, with the AF, it's the attendance and also the ratings because, I mean, the XFL drew still 2 million viewers on its final week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I think that's something that the AAF is going to continue to have a problem with is maintaining their viewership um and trying to increase ticket sales when they're just starting out they don't have enough money to publicize as much as they you know want to so i think i think that's why uh you know kramer mentioned it before that you have to become this g league leg essentially of the nfl if you want to last because then you can have money funneled in from your nfl affiliate and that would really help you out, and then they can promote you and send their fans down 
and your your attendance numbers will go up. But that's a long stretch, so I think that's for now um, they're going to have to try and make do with what they can. I mean, 13,000 fans is still 13,000 fans. Make yeah. do with it. Try and make as much money as possible. Um, take care of your legal matters outside of the game. Don't let that fully affect the game and just kind of roll with it from there. Yeah. Uh, for more detail on this and everything else, you can go find Kramer Simpson's uh, podcast, weekly AF podcast on this. Um, I'm sure he'll do a much more deeper dive into this than we two just did. Um, so, yeah, that is going to be it for X106 Friday Take Overtime uh, for, Nolan, for Nolan and myself. We will see you again. You can listen to us every Friday live from noon to 1 on X106.